How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod, episode 14. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens. What up, boys? This is probably going to be our longest break between pods. We had everyone had stuff going on. Luke graduated. We done yeah. did. We did it. Congrats. Ross kind of kind of graduated. Yeah. <laughs> you on your way. You would say congrats about it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, and then we had some we had a little mic issues, but it's all figured out now. So, and I think starting from this point forward, we're going to have an episode come out every Monday. That's our plan. And then one episode a week, a week, maybe another one, depending on just kind of what's happening, like later in the year when we got to do Stranger Things in the same week as Spider-Man. We'll probably do two episodes that week and separate those things. Depending on the content, basically. Yeah, yeah, just depending on what we got to, just everything that's out there. Also, hey, we want to start getting some guests on our pod. And I was looking at, one of the things I found out about it is that they do look at kind of just what our ratings and what your reviews are and stuff like that. So if you're listening to your iTunes, definitely helps you guys give us a review on all that kind of stuff. It's big. We want to start getting some writers and directors, that kind of stuff on here. Yeah, ratings are huge. So we're going to start off. We're going to do some MCU rumors, boys. Y'all ready? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm down. Let's get it. So big, big rumor. This is about who the phase four villains are going to be. The only reason why we're reporting on this is because this is from someone called the Marvel Scoop Master. I mean, it sounds sounds fake already. But the the thing was, for the Marvel Studios spoiler Reddit, they actually confirmed with this guy that he has real sources in the industry. So this is why we're going to discuss it. For phase four, this guy claims that they're going to have two villains. There's one that's going to be like a, a ground level threat, and that's supposed to be Norman Osborn. So we're going to see the Green Goblin again pop up. Yeah, I, I got a take on that one. Go for it. Wait, you want me to wait for it? Okay. No, no, you can do it now. Okay, sick. So even though, like you were saying, Zach, they have Matthew Ellis from Iron Man 3 already established as a president in the MCU, that was back in 2013 so there would be a a new term of election there would be a new election and i think either norman osborne would already be president or he could be a presidential candidate running for president i think that'd be a good way to introduce him and that ties into his comic roots as well yeah so do you think they're going to introduce him then in far from home or or allude to him yeah i'm thinking they they are gonna kind of tease him yeah maybe not like introduce him fully until a later movie yeah like they aren't they aren't gonna cast him yeah 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 so that's it so we got we got norman coming potentially and then on the other end they want to do like a cosmic threat also so norman is going to be the grounded threat the cosmic threat they want to do is korvac yeah which which is kind of hype like I don't, I don't know i think if you get korvac then you have to do galactus right because that's he's super yeah intertwined with his origin and they would also have to intertwine the the collector. They would have because he's part of Korvac's storyline as well. Mm-hmm. He's like part of the whole reason that Korvac gets really strong and like part of his come up. And the Galactus storyline that Korvac's in is how he gets strong. You know about this, Zach, right? Yeah. Or how he like scans Galactus's entity. Yeah, because he's like a genius already, and then figures oh, out. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's born in the year three thousand, baby. Or he lived in the year 3000, not born. Yeah, and that'd be the other thing is then you do the time travel and all that stuff too. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I, that's that's the route I think they would go with that too, Ross, unless they did something crazy different. But it seems like with the whole time travel they've introduced and then with the multiverse, which we think is coming in, I think all that makes sense. He's from a different universe too, I think. Yeah. Like when I was reading up on it and stuff, it, it totally clicked for me. Like that made sense as, as a villain. And then it makes sense for phase four is kind of like, oh, you do these two smaller villains and then wait for farther down the line, phase five, you build up someone like Galactus. So a real massive threat like Thanos level threat yeah that was also what they were kind of saying is that in another, that same rumor is that instead of doing this like massive storyline over 20 20 movies or whatever they're going to focus more on like hey we'll do six movies on this storyline six on this and so on I kind of like the Thanos story, or Thanos storyline because he's not very present he probably only has uh, like a minute or two of screen time and every time he appears before Infinity War so it's not like he's overwhelming the other films or taking up he's just like this ominous presence he's just always in the back just waiting which is cool i th- I like that no i i like that too i just kind of like that oh they're like we're gonna keep changing it up do something different yeah that's a good point i'm, I'm not gonna knock it till i see it so yeah that's that's it for the first rumor and then we got to kind of go over this just this marvel slate that went viral this past couple weeks and that was completely fake by the way and it, and it was a thing that like comic book screen ran independent bunch of just other sites actually ran with with no source on it and they all claimed that like you know that guy's know that roger wardell guy that we were talking about before mm-hmm. yeah the dude who leaked a ton of shit about endgame and is like hasn't been wrong yet he this the slate claimed that so like let's just go over what is actually going to come out for sure that we know in phase four so we know that like black widow's coming we know there's gonna be an eternals movie yeah black panther 2 doctor strange 2 guardians of the galaxy 3 and then shang chi like those are the ones we know are for sure those all have wait what about nova that one's rumored right yeah that was the one that was one of the ones in the slate and that's not true at all there's no like there's no director no writer no anything no information on that they were they were thinking about introducing nova in infinity war he was supposed to kind of be the role they gave to bruce played yeah yeah to like shoot him back to earth and he's the one who informs everyone but yeah i kind of i like the route they did with that with the whole that, so also a cool tie back for that moment is the whole reason heimdall sent or saved hulk over anyone else is because he's the one that snapped everyone back and he was the only one that could do it you think that's why he sent him how would he know heimdall has uh what's it called all sight he well he has a, the ability to like look into all places basically huh i didn't even think about that it's interesting yeah well, and he could survive getting toss through space yeah. yeah and he he like bruce Banner even said or professor hulk said i'm the only one that could do it even when thor stepped up the only other person that heimdall could have sent back besides loki who he knew he was gonna die so hmm. that's, I don't a good, know. that's a good theory i think i think it's i think it's true i think that's why i'm going with it <laughs> <laughs> for sure it's a random take <laughs> Yeah, and then, so we know those movies, and then we know that the pretty much Captain Marvel 2, there isn't, like, that's not official official like all these others, but that one's definitely going to be coming. They've, like, hinted at that. Kevin Feige's hinted and said that's coming. But the rest of these, though, yeah, like you were saying, the Nova one, there's nothing on that. That was in that yeah. slate. Ant-Man 3 was in the slate, too. Paul Rudd the other day said he doesn't even know if yeah. that's going to happen. He said that fans would have to probably start a campaign for it at this point, so he doesn't even know if that's going to happen it's it seems yeah it seems like something they would do a trilogy of but well you can't always take an actor's word for like 
you have to take it with a grain of salt because they could either be under NDAs or whatever. Yeah, he could be bluffing for sure. Yeah. And, but yeah, so that one's not, there's nothing happening with that one yet. And then there was one on the slate that said Thor 4 for sure. But like we already, we know with that too, Chris Hemsworth didn't even like, he heard as Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time the other couple of days ago. And he thought it was like the most hilarious thing. <laughs> yeah. I love Chris. He's great. He just like hasn't even heard anything either. So he was like joking about how that could be his next role. Cause he didn't, he, he's just, he's not even acting for the rest of the year. He's taking time off. So after MIB, after that, yeah, that all mess, that, that shit. Yeah. I was thinking we should eventually review that one and, and like go over just the whole behind the scenes and all that that's been coming out with that. Cause that's really messy. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, no Thor four yet. Then the last couple movies on the slate, there was the new Avengers. There was young Avengers and dark Avengers. And I mean, like, it seems pretty unlikely that you'd get three, avengers movies also different like that in phase four but that could be some oh on the slate it could be some like civil war shit where the avengers break up and then they form these satellite teams kind of i could see yeah the next couple movies i think that i feel like that's farther down the line okay i would i would agree with that probably yeah i was gonna say i think the most realistic one's probably new avengers yeah i would i would hope that west coast avengers would be the first thing because west coast avengers is pretty sweet I don't think they're going to... I haven't even heard any rumor of that. Like, I had heard that there was a Dark Avengers script that was, like, rumored going around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there is going to be a team-up movie of some sort in Phase 4. I think it'd be later, though, right? After all these other movies, after they start establishing more characters. Yeah. I wanted them... I really wanted them to do, like, an Illuminati concept. But Tony Stark is dead now, so it's going to be hard. What you, what you mean by that? Illuminati. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's a thing from the comics, yeah. The Illuminati. It's Namor, Stephen Strange, Mr. Fantastic, uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, I think maybe one other person. But they basically form a group to like watch over the Infinity Stones and just make really important decisions as a squad. Yeah, and I was going to say, I don't think that, I guess that would be still be possible. They would, it would have to be different. Yeah, different, different characters. Cast, yeah, different roster. Yeah, and I don't think they would do Young Avengers just because we haven't even seen any of those characters like Iron Lad and Hulkling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's like the Avengers 2.0 almost. Yeah, just like their children yeah. or their protégés. <laughs> I think it's too soon for all that. Yeah. Okay, so then the last, <laughs> the last rumor that really caught fire in the past couple of weeks is that there's a Fantastic Four movie coming in 2022. But I don't think that that's going to happen. It doesn't seem... They have no really plans with these Fox properties as of right now. Like Feige said that they had nothing to do with they want to do with the X-Men, any of that next five years at least. I'm surprised they bought them and then they're not going to do anything. They're just going to sit on them for five years. They say that, but also at the same time, they've been working, what's his name from the office, Jim from the office, into the Mr. Fantastic role so hard in the comics. You like see that comic cover that they changed Mr. Fantastic's face to look exactly like him. No, I didn't catch that yeah they did <laughs> probably probably should have told you about that zach my bad yeah but do you, so you guys want a fantastic four movie then this soon mm. but john krasinski is mr fantastic that'd be sweet that would be dope even with his wife yeah <laughs> emily blunt is uh invisible woman yeah she actually fits that role too like she could play that i would be down dude i want mcu level quality for a fantastic four movie that'd be great luke anything from you 
Yeah, I mean, if they can fit it, I mean, do you think it would just be a standalone movie, or would it be like tie in with uh, other characters? Well, they would have. It would eventually be a part. It would be a part of the big MCU, but. But you think they tie it in right away, or would they just do a standalone? It would have to be an origin, I think, with those guys. I think a good way to introduce them would also be to kind of how Spider-Man got his start in Civil War, like introduce the Fantastic Four in a Spider-Man movie because they're known to go hand in hand with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's established character already, and they could be like semi-introduced, maybe come in in a later part of the ending part of one of the Spider-Man's movies. Well, I think that they'd have to be created. Like it'd be a big deal. People would know about it in the universe. I would, well, okay. So they could do something like, you know how in Winter Soldier, that one Hydra agent is like talking about all these people. He's like talking about Doctor Strange and all these classified people. Yeah, you see, so like just these little hints to what they're going to be doing. Yeah, so I'm saying like that event could happen, but I don't want to see it on screen. Like I would rather hear about it and then just have them like be there in the universe. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Just no more origins. Yeah, honestly. I've seen that origin twice and it was shit both times. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like how they did the Spider-Man, just bring him in. Okay, yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I'd be cool with something like that. Okay, moving on. So that's it. That's it with the rumors. Now we got to do some E3 because that happened last week. Yo. You want to talk Cyberpunk, Ross? Oh my God, dude. Take yes, it. I do. Cyberpunk, my most hyped thing in all of media for the upcoming like two years. <laughs> but <laughs> one thing about the Keanu Reeves reveal, well, I, I kind of, I didn't really catch this, but I saw somebody else say it. Keanu Reeves' character, Johnny Silverhand, is dead. He dies in 2024 in the, in the tabletop game. game. Yeah, cyber, in Cyberpunk 2020. Well, he dies they in the novelization. He dies in 2024. Yeah. But the creator himself, Mike Pondsmith, said maybe he dies, maybe he doesn't, because they see his dead body. So they just see his dead body, and they assume he's dead, and they leave in the book, and they never really confirm that he's dead. So I'm thinking... Either A, he had some serious cybernetic implants that kept him alive, or he uploaded his consciousness into the, the internet or the web. And that's why, because when you see him in the gameplay, he like shimmers and he looks like a hologram. So I'm thinking he's probably an implant in the player's head and he'll like follow you around as the game goes. Because they also said he has the second most amount of dialogue in the game besides the main character, besides like you. Yeah, he had he had recorded over two weeks of speaking yeah. lines. It's insane, like 15 days. So there's gonna be a lot yeah. of Keanu in the game, which is I think is cool too because it was seeming like it might just be this glorified cameo, but no, he's gonna be a big part of the game. No, he's yeah, he's a legit character, and I wonder if Lady Gaga is gonna be because there's a lot of rumors about Lady Gaga being in Cyberpunk, but they haven't showed anything about her. So I'm thinking maybe they just got her to record some songs because they did all of their own like original music because mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna have radio stations in it like gta style yeah but it's all like original cyberpunk music which is really cool it's like open world yeah straight up completely open world and yeah. is it, it is, it's developed from a book no it's developed from uh okay well books and a, a tabletop pen and paper game kind of like dungeons and dragons but it's cyberpunk 2020 is what it's called yeah, it was a game from the 80s. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's a bunch of novelization and stuff that's been written about it. 
so it's developed from just that original cyberpunk material basically and it's been in development forever for yet (laughs) six years yeah i'm pretty sure crazy i'm i'm very excited for it back when that first e3 demo dropped three years ago of that lady with the mantis arms and like the bullets were shattering on her face damn that was really three years ago huh yeah that was forever ago even the game like even the gameplay that was a year ago too just been a minute yeah that 48 minute reveal Mm -hmm. maybe they just really wanted to release it in 2020 (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm i'm very excited for it it's like cd project red which i have a lot of faith in even though they haven't made that many video games like the video games they've made were amazing and they were super consumer forward like they were all about the consumers they would give you as much as they could with the game they'd max out like everything you can get i just have i have a lot of faith in them so i'm ready for them to deliver yeah did you like the witcher games did you play any? oh yeah i played the witcher 2 and 3 but i never played one the witcher 2 was really good but it was kind of linear but like for a linear game it was good and then the witcher 3 was just like really fucking good it was like skyrim it was the next evolution of skyrim in my mind skyrim was amazing too yeah 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 yeah. it was like skyrim with better graphics and better combat so is this the most anticipated game for you for like the next couple years oh dude i'm more this is i'm more excited for this than any movie or any music anything like coming out in entertainment (laughs) Bro, more than call of duty modern warfare oh easily easily what okay this jesus christ this call of duty modern warfare looks sick do you care about your childhood what <laughs> dude okay i liked modern warfare but i grew up on zelda and mario and skyrim and all that shit you didn't grow up on cyberpunk so yeah but keanu Reeves. I, gr- I love open world that's what i'm about Not all right about- all right fine i'm gonna stop eating <laughs> <laughs> oh but speaking of modern warfare luke hmm. apparently they showed a behind the doors demo at e3 so they never had a panel but they showed it behind the doors demo to like a bunch of press people there is a big controversy about this actually about a bunch of people coming out of it and saying it made them uncomfortable and they said it was too realistic like the decisions they had to make made them damn yeah yeah like it's really brutal like like they were they were saying there's like scenes where they had to tear like a child away from their mother in war and they would have to like choose between killing a civilian and like saving their own life, like Damn. stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, dude, there's a scene. Sounds remember, heavy. remember Mawa too, when uh, they go and literally just shoot the up the airport. Them. Like, dude, this is it's that's on the same. Yeah, level. it's back. Yeah, it's some good shit. I'm kind of hyped for it. Yeah, and if Infinity War is back. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say, what about Marvel's Avengers though, Ross? You're not hyped on that one, dude. I'm very hyped for that one, actually really uh <laughs> okay i'm not so from the initial gameplay they showed i was like yeah there's a little gameplay but most of it's like cinematics okay honestly well yeah you're yeah you're right it did it, it was cinematics it was kind of cinematic well like the gameplay they showed like the graphics looked really good yeah and just the gameplay looked good yeah. but then afterwards they talked more about it and i got uh, significantly more hyped on it because the first the first gameplay had kind of turned me off a little bit. Well, how much but, gameplay did they really show? I want to say there was like 30 seconds. They showed like Hulk kicking some dude and then they were jumping over. Yeah. The- no, it showed Iron Man and Thor flying together. And it oh, showed yeah, like... Yeah, that's right. That's true. It, it showed like some stuff. Probably like a minute then. Yeah. So basically they said 
it's not going to be like create your own hero and like go out and choose your own powers, which I'm kind of down on. It's going to be like those five Avengers and you're going to get to play as them. And when you're online, everybody's going to have their own take on their like team of Avengers. So there's going to be those five main ones that they released that they showcase at E3. And yeah. then there, there's more like they have, they had Hank Pym as Ant-Man and they're like at, a little bit after their panel and they're releasing new heroes and they're all going to be free. And you can just like add those to your roster and you can fully upgrade them with accessories and you can upgrade them through your skill tree freely. And so like everybody, so one, my Iron Man would be different than your Iron Man, Luke or Zach, and it would, they would look different and they would have different skills and like I'm I'm down on it. Like the Iron Man armor or, yeah, or yeah. Tony Stark himself. The Iron Man armor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's badass. Yeah. I just don't I just don't understand why they, they didn't use the same likeness of like the they movie were, characters. They were never gonna use the same likeness. They never why? Yeah. that's dumb. I think because they want to do their own. They said they wanted to do their own story. Like, it's a completely wow, yeah. original story. No, it's not, dude. Did you watch the trailer for it? The, they have, like, an event that's exactly like Infinity War. Or, no. Remember, War? They, they have an event where, like, San Francisco gets destroyed. And there's, like, it wipes out a bunch of people. And then there's a bunch of monuments to, like, all the people who have died just like Infinity War. Well, just cap. Was there more monuments? Like, did you watch the trailer, Zach? Yeah. I remember seeing the Cap one. It's like the exact same thing. I was like, I don't know. It just felt dumb. I was like, why would you do the exact same thing? I don't think it's going to be the same story at all, really. I mean, I think that these elements are used in any sort of, like, if you look at the comics, they have similar stuff that happens. Yeah. This will be another universe where they have similar stuff that happens. And in every iteration, they look differently. It's a pretty common theme for them to be like some big event to happen and then they're Avengers. So, I mean, they're going to try to avenge whatever happened. And that's just a common theme throughout their comic line. So I feel like that's kind of hard to even escape. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with them not looking like them, but I thought that they didn't look that good. Like fucking like Cap looked like he had a dad. Oh, no, Cap looked bad in my opinion. Like Roger Goodell. Yeah, <laughs> he looked weird. He looked like he had shoulder pads on. Yeah, he just looked too thick. And then, like, Iron Man's suit looked too skinny next to him. That was another thing. I was like, that should yeah. be a little more bulky. And then fucking Black Widow, she looked like a Shrek character with that chin. Oh, I didn't even notice the chin. It was a bad. It was bad, dude. And then, I don't know. And then there was just, like, one scene where, like, Thor's beard just, it looked like it was, like, photoshopped on. Well, I'll see if they remember this isn't actual game footage. Just This is, like, early footage. So it's yeah. not... They still it's not polished yet. I don't know. Either way, for me, it's just like I want to play as the characters that I've watched on on film. Like you yeah. got to know these characters on film like so well. Like now you can you're able to play as them, and now they're totally different characters. That would be it cool. But imagine the racks they would have to drop to get those guys to voice and get the motion capture. Would have yeah, to- motion capture. It'd probably cost a lot to just get all the the likeliness. What are you saying, Luke? I mean, they already have a bunch of like audio from them, like in all like cutscenes. Like, it probably wouldn't be that hard to like scrape together audio from all the movies already, and then maybe have the actors come in. Because Zach, you said it only took two weeks of Keanu to do voice acting for an open world game. Like, this isn't an open yeah. world game. I'm sure it wouldn't take two weeks to do whatever voice acting they need for well, this game. Two weeks of just audio. 
I don't know how long that takes. That's yeah. Did it. But they don't they don't need the actors to do the actors actually come in and then like move around. Like they can just have stunt dudes move around and they can layer on the their likeness over it. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it it like really costs that much. At the same time though, having your own actors where you could just get audio from them at any time would be nice as well. Yeah, because they did say that this is a story that it's gonna doesn't it's supposed to take place over years, right, Ross? Yeah, yeah, like real in, like mm-hmm. in in real life years. Yeah, so they'd have to keep doing that, and then they they mm-hmm. did they've already acknowledged too, like that they heard all the criticism on that, and they're not gonna change their designs to do any of that stuff. So like this is what we're gonna get. I do, yeah. It should be more polished. I would like to be more polished. What was the criticism on? <laughs> Just the how they all looked and why they didn't look like the MCU characters, but kind of looked like them. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah, they're like they're like, oh, yeah, they want them to be different. But then like Tony Stark has like the exact same like haircut and facial hair and well, like he he always has that same haircut. But I mean, like I don't know if they're gonna do their own whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I guess you're right. But like Yuri Lowenthal in Spider-Man PS4, who's a great voice actor for Spider-Man. And so and it's not like they had to get Tom Holland for that. Like Yuri Lowenthal was amazing. I saw. Yeah, that was the other thing too, is for me, it's just people didn't complain like this. I felt like with Spider-Man 4, with just how he looked. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, he looked like Spider-Man. He looked like Peter Parker. Yeah, he kind of looked like just a me- like a mesh of all three of them. The past yeah, Spider-Man. kind of. Yeah, they nailed that. So yeah, but that that was for me. I I'm not sold in this game at all. I think for me, I just like I said, I need more gameplay before I really decide. I would yeah. like more gameplay as well. Not gonna lie. And for it to polish up, like it just feels like this is what been four years they've been develop, developing this one too. So it's just yeah. Thought it would be a little farther along to how close it has to come out. You know, what I mean, next year. Well, also at the same time, like Cyberpunk's been in development for six years and they still have. Well, I mean, it does look really good, though. It looks better. Yeah, but Cyberpunk looked fucking good last year. Yeah. That gameplay was amazing. I was sold. Yeah. Oh, they just have a year, uh, just a straight year of polishing, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it it looks good now. So I'm not yeah. even worried about that game at all. No, I'm hyped on it. Marvel's Avengers, though. Okay. <laughs> so, Ross, you want to talk some Breath of the Wild, too, right? Yeah. Huge take on that. So go for it. I'm also very excited for that game because Breath of the Wild, the first one was as uh, I think that's probably my favorite video game of all time right now. But what I was thinking was basically my take. So they already confirmed that it's going to be the same map from Breath of the Wild 1. Mm-hmm. But when, so in the trailer, they showed Ganon resurrecting, or it could have been Ganondorf at that time. I'm not sure what he's called in that form. Is he Ganondorf or Gan? Ganon is his demon form. Yeah, so I, it's weird. <laughs> I think he's Ganondorf at that point. But when they showed him, he had this like aura of energy collecting around him. So I'm thinking, and then also at the very end of the trailer, it showed Hyrule Castle and it was like shaking. And then it cut to black right before anything else happened. So I'm thinking the map's going to be the exact same, but some kind of like cataclysmic event is going to happen, which will change the whole dynamic of the map. That's basically my take on it. Do you think in the course of all the Legend of Zelda games, like this is the end? This is the last one. So like chronologically on the timeline? Yeah, because you know that how um, it's always repeating history and these two are going to fight. But where do you think that these two games place on that whole scale? Well, definitely towards the end because that's a whole, like in Breath of the Wild, that's a whole theme is that they've been fighting for, they say it for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and they just keep saying they have these battles over and over again 
And to me, that's just the other Zelda games right there. It is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it might not be the like the end end, but it's towards the end, I would say. I would agree with you. But it's all there's also three timelines at the same time. So yeah, there is. But I think one is was discontinued. I think they they, the... they wrapped up the timeline. I dude, I cannot <laughs> I looked into the, all this like a year ago. I do not have the fucking all the different timelines memorized anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, right, I'm not even gonna no. delve into that. Then. Yeah, yeah. We we ain't we're not expert <laughs> enough on that right now. Yeah. Not polished enough. <laughs> okay anything else on breath of the wild no i'm i'm hyped for it it's like i gonna say i'm excited to see now that zelda isn't being held captive i'm just excited to see how they work together maybe it's gonna be a dynamic where you can switch between characters that'd be cool mm-hmm, for sure okay so that's yeah. it that's it for e3 gaming talk now we gotta talk a little big movie news that i don't know if people really needed this movie but it's coming so there's gonna be a gladiator 2 ridley scott is producing it it's a 25 years after when Maximus defeats Commodus one-on-one. And this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think as far as like a movie in the early 2000s, I think it holds up now very well. Russell Crowe won Best Actor for it at the Oscars. It also won Best Picture. So I really think it's only something they would touch if they had a good idea for a sequel. But I'm also nervous. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I haven't been like yeah. this nervous for a movie that I'm excited for since probably uh, Force Awakens. That you're nervous and excited for at the same time? Yeah, because I just don't want people yeah. to ruin it. It just yeah. it was such a good movie and it didn't feel like it needed anything else. Yeah, you could just leave it. Yeah. And it's supposed to be about Lucius, their nephew, which I'm just like, okay, so he's a lot older now. What is the story gonna be with that? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about Toy Story 4. I was very nervous about it. Cause it's already like basically it, not a perfect trilogy, but all all three movies are great. Damn, it might be it might have been the mo- the best trilogy arguably toy story yeah toy dude, story fire that trilogy is amazing and then they add the fourth movie <laughs> and you're like what are you doing here like you already had such a satisfying conclusion yeah but this one that's what I've i heard was great about too but all the reviews saying like if you had any worry about it you shouldn't because it's amazing also so yeah yeah and we're gonna review that one too for everyone listening so go see that this weekend yes wait what was your t- did you have a, a take on this gladiator stuff zach I do have a take. Well, okay, so I remember that they did at one point they were planning on doing one in the early 2000s and I me- I was like, okay, it was like such a wild direction that they wanted to go with it, so I had to look back into it. And the <laughs> idea is insane. So, you know how they kind of teased in the movie they teased that whole afterlife because it's like he sees his family and all that when he's mm-hmm. like r- running his hands through the wheat. Yeah, when he's dying at the end, but he also almost dies earlier in the movie and he kind of sees his family in the afterlife then too. Yeah. This world has some sort of element to that like that. And then that's what they were going to build on. And like the idea is crazy that Maximus, he gets sent to purgatory after he dies. <laughs> yeah, by the gods. And what? the gods are all, I know, I know that it's kind of fucked up. But Why would he go to purgatory? He should go to Elysium for sure. I don't know, but that's what the, that's what the the writer was saying is that he was going to send him to purgatory, and it's by the gods, and they're they're all dying though the gods in heaven because now on earth is Jesus Christ, and he's gaining followers and popularity. What? Yeah, and so what they what they do is they take Maximus because they're like you want to get out of purgatory, you have to go kill him. So <laughs> Maximus <sighs> had to kill Jesus. Yeah, Dude, so they send him to kill Jesus. It's crazy. And then Yo, that movie would be so controversial though. I know it would be wild. It would be fun though. But yeah, oh, I would love it. 
Yeah, and then the twist is that he ends up killing Jesus, but then it's somehow Maximus's son, and so the gods tricked him to kill his own. Ooh, that's kind of some Kratos shit right there from God of War. Yeah, and then after he kills him, he like becomes this like eternal warrior, and the movie ends with like a twenty minute, uh, just like a war scene where Maximus is fighting through every war in history, all the way up to the Vietnam War. And I think even at some point, he's like the president of the United States. I'm not, even, I'm not even fucking making this up. This was a real... What the shit? Damn, dude. dude that, is... Whoever wrote that was high as fuck on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And hey, I think, I'm about it, though. I think he must have... I have a feeling that when they did the... When he made Gladiator, he probably had some sort of like contractual... Like a, he had some obligation that he needed to write a sequel. And so I think he probably just like... There's not going to be a fucking sequel to this movie. So he just went and wrote this most insane thing he could think of. <laughs> Unla- knowing that it's probably not going to get approved yeah because that also heavily leans on the god of war origin story too because like kratos gets tricked by the gods to kill his family and then he becomes the god of war and fights for the gods yeah. and then after that he goes on a rampage to kill all the gods that tricked him to f- kill his family yeah and so yeah i didn't know that that's like that <laughs> it seems way too out there to do something like that and i feel like I don't know. I don't, I don't, there's no other details right now, except for that. It's supposed to be about the nephew, Lucius and probably his mother. Yeah. And like I looked into the history of just the timeline of when Commodus died and what happened after. And it's kind of like Commodus dies and it's basically this free for all for the crown. The year after there was like five different people who were emperor in the year after he died. Yeah. And then eventually someone comes and takes it and his family kind of takes it for, 70 80 years so i don't really know what they're gonna do it's it's completely open because that was a crazy thing about the roman empire was the like the generals were super powerful and they would just have since it was so big they would just have like these generals with huge like they would have legions of their army and they would just be ruling over like other places across the roman empire and they would all be feuding for power like all the time they would all be wanting to become emperor yeah, the one who eventually takes it, his name's like Septimus Severus, and he was yeah. a general in the army. Yeah. So you're right. Eventually, that's how it went. And I'm not sure what they're going to do because I don't. it's not really super historically accurate. Like, Commodus was a real person. He was kind of a shithead that would do crazy shit. Like, he would, he would fight in the gladiator battles, but he would not really fight humans. He'd only fight, like, animals and stuff. What? Yeah, he was like a terrible person. He'd like there was one thing that said that he killed like a hundred lions in one day. He would kill giraffes. He would kill There's no way disabled people. So yeah, he was just <laughs> what the shit. Yeah, Yo, he was is this fucked up? Is this the same kid that like overhauled their whole religious system? Comedy. Think... He did stuff like that, dude. He would name. He yes. named all the months after himself. I know exact. Uh, I know who you're talking about. This. I've I've learned about this dude in history class. Well, he's a real ago. person, Commodus. That was the one yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix played. But yeah, he had 12 names for himself. What a prick. I know. And then Marcus <laughs> or Maximus, who Russell Crowe plays, wasn't even a real person. Yeah. They made him up for the movie. Fictitious. Yeah. And he didn't kill his dad, though, which is crazy. That was his dad really gave him the power. They like were co-emperors at one point. That's nuts. What the fuck? I know. So, yeah. So, it's like, I don't really know where they're going to go the direction. They're probably going to be inspired by something that happened in the Roman Empire because the Roman Empire went for another 250 years after Commodus dies. Were, yeah. those, were those Romans like uh, inbreeders like the like the Lannisters? Targaryens. The, the Targaryens. Sure. Probably. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know that for sure. I know that the, the Romans, West, the Western Roman Empire, it must have had something like that a little bit. 
that wasn't even like a thing back then as much you know what just incest in the roman empire i don't know that's what i'm asking i'm not sure should i look it up real quick you don't have to <laughs> yeah yeah i'll just say you i don't, don't know no promo for incest yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not sure i they definitely had back in that time i don't know if it was the romans but there was definitely kind of game of thrones aspects that were a lot yeah. more accepted but not sure with the romans if i remember correctly too i'm pretty sure Com- commodus was like <laughs> in history class he was like the start of the downfall of the roman empire because their religion was like a pillar of their whole empire and that really kept together the civilization and then commodus it could have been commodus it could have been another child emperor just came in and fucked everything up like he he's like i have this religion and i'm destroying everybody else's and then that was a major downfall of the empire i think, I think what yeah you're right but i think it was a lot longer later i think it was 200 yeah. years later and it was christianity that he made the religion i don't remember the guy's name but that was just the western roman empire that fell because the eastern Ro- it, then it split up it split up and there was the eastern roman empire and that went for another thousand years it's actually crazy just how yeah. the whole scale of the Roman Empire lasted. But yeah, that did happen with like Rome, the Rome aspect. Yeah. So yeah, I, any other takes on Gladiator? I hope it's good. <laughs> That's my yeah. My only thought. <laughs> okay, moving on. So we had one trailer we're going to talk about this week, and that was the Doctor Sleep trailer. This is, yes. it's a sequel. It was a book that Stephen King wrote 20-something years later to The Shining. And yeah. this is also a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's movie, which we all know, like Stephen King famously didn't like that movie. So it took a lot for this, for Mike Flanagan to get the approval to write this movie or to make this movie. But Stephen King loved the script, so he approved it. So that's, that's a good sign already. Yeah. But then again, he didn't like The Shining, which was an amazing movie. A classic. So. Yeah. 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 Which is a great movie. True. <laughs> it is a good movie. I don't think Stanley Kubrick's ever made a bad movie. Like, that dude is a god of directors. That's true. That's another director where, like, remember we were talking about this, where it's like, if he makes a movie, I'd go see it. I mean, I don't think yeah. he makes movies anymore. But, well, he's dead know. now. He's but, been dead. For, oh, oh, he yeah, dead? Since, like, 1999. Damn, rest His in last peace, movie damn. he was working on was AI, right, Zach? I don't remember the last movie. I know the last one that he, I think, put out was one with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, but I can't remember the name of Wait, it. Vanilla Sky? No. <laughs> Not Vanilla Sky. Damn. Oh, Minority Report? No, no, that was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> oh, Steven Spielberg did that? No way. Hold on. That. I'm going to look this one up. <laughs> I should know this. Okay, so Stanley Kubrick did 2001 Space Odyssey. He did Full Metal Jacket. He did uh, Shining. The Shining. He did... Oh, what's that other Clockwork one? Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done some great movies, honestly. They're all amazing movies. Classics. And then oh, he, he did one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, he did. No shit. sure. No. Look it up. I don't know. That's it. off the top of my head. It was called Eyes Wide Shut. That was his last movie. Oh yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise, Nicole Kidman. But there's also rumors that he helped on AI with Steven Spielberg, and uh, George Lucas. He might have probably. Yeah. Like yeah. a writing credit or something. Because mm-hmm. he worked. He worked with him on 2001, and he also helped. There's rumors that he helped on the first couple of Star Wars movies. I bet they were all friends. Yeah, so they were bros. They all kind of shared ideas on all their movies and stuff. That crew. Yeah. There was a documentary mm-hmm. I watched on all of them. It's really good. Yeah. That's just a talented ass trio right there. 
Yeah, they all kind of came up in the same. I think Stanley Kubrick might have been a little more established, but the rest of them kind of yeah. came up at the same time. Wait, who? Stanley Kubrick, Steven Spielberg, and George Lucas. There was another one though too. Mm. Forgetting. Oh, that was like with them. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I didn't. I only knew about those three. Oh yeah, there is. Uh, what's his name? Oh fuck, what's his name? Josh Trank. No, it's uh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Don't disrespect Josh Trank like that. Good <laughs> Josh, more like mean? Josh, more like Josh Jank. Oh, that's disrespect. <laughs> I know who it was. It was whoever directed Apocalypse Now, but I'm forgetting who it was. It was uh, Francis Coppola. Love the smell yeah. of napalm Francis in the Ford morning, Coppola. boys. Yes, Ford Coppola. That's yeah. it. Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola. That was in in Wondery, the Wondery thing. Yes, you're right. That's where you heard it. Damn, Luke, good good catch on that. So that's back to Doctor Sleep. So what do you guys? <laughs> What did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, it was interesting to say the least. Mike Flanagan's the director, right? Yeah. I don't know. I only so, know he he did. Uh, did you guys see Oculus? I've never seen Oculus. Oculus. No. Oh, he with the, the mirror. He did the Haunting of Hill House. I like that. I liked Oculus, but he does kind of like like just horror movies. Yeah, he's like considered a really good horror. Movie. Remember where they? It's the one where they keep trying to break the mirror. And it keeps coming back, yeah. Yeah, and it like keeps killing them and fucking their family up. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen it, but I I've seen like parts of it, and I've seen the trailer, and I saw a Cinema Sins video on it too. <laughs> really? He hasn't made a his yeah. his worst reviewed movie is sixty one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oculus, was not bad. Good. I liked it. Yeah, Oculus yeah. had seventy four percent. So I mean, he mm-hmm. hasn't made like oh, he's in his element with horror, and then he did The Haunting of Hill House, which was really well received last year for Netflix. Wait, so what do you guys think that the smiley faces meant on the chalkboard? Because you know how it said hello and then it said good morning and it had they kept writing little smiley faces in the O's? I don't know. Was it a callback to The Shining? Is that is that because he likes to write smiley faces in The Shining? Yeah. Probably. It's probably well, then like way. who is on the other side of that chalkboard? Is that his younger self? Because who else would write red rum on the chalkboard like that? Is he communicating with his younger self right there? I'm, I have no idea, though. I thought it was Jack Nicholson's character that writes in uh, Murder or whatever. Oh, Jack. I'm pretty sure his name is Jack in the, the movie, too. Is it Jack? I thought it was. Wait, I think you're Jack right. All, yeah, it is yeah. Jack. Huh. Remember, because yeah. it's all play and, or no, all work and no play makes Jack a sad boy. Is that a what it? A dull boy, yeah. A dull boy, yeah. That's it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's and they, such a good movie. They did say that. He will like all those characters, the main characters from the first movie will all have some sort of role in this movie. Nice. Movie, yeah. So we will see some Jack Torrance again. I don't think it's going to be Jack Nicholson again, but we'll see. What's the mom's name? Deborah or Susan? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. I can't remember. Yeah. I What I did like about that trailer was that they did reenact. Like it looked like they're reenacting a lot of it. And the director said that those were those were not scenes from the first movie besides the bloody elevator scene. So I thought that was really cool little aspect of it. Wait, they redirected though. Like they refilmed those reenacted. Yeah. Even with, the, how did they get the little kid though? It's a new it's kid. Just, it's the back of his what? head too. It, oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, even the voice sounded really similar. Yeah. They did a good job. When he job. was like red Ram. <laughs> He's doing like creepy shit. <laughs> uh, so we all, we all down on Dr. Sleeve then. Yeah. Okay, that, so that's it for all this part. Now we're going to do our Black Mirror Season 5 reviews. We're going to do all of them at once this episode. So if you haven't listened, don't 
don't keep listening. It will be spoilers. Yeah, no further. And I think we're going to review Toy Story 4. We might do Aladdin also. We might just do a Disney episode next one. A bunch of Disney ideas. So be thinking. Yes. All right. I'm down on it. All right. So let's do Black Mirror. Which episode should we do first? We'll start with one. Yeah. Okay. So Striking Vipers, episode one, season five. Synopsis was two estranged college friends reunite in later life, triggering a series of events that could alter their lives forever. <laughs> so what do you think, Ross? You want to go first on this one? Yeah, sure. This was my favorite episode of the season. Is it like it it just got me thinking. It was really thought provoking. Like, is that homosexuality? Is that a new type of sexual orientation? I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's that those two characters were homosexual because one of them was one of them was a guy having sex with a lady and but that was also virtual at the same time so like it's a different mind in a different body it's it's crazy and i it just makes me think like i can't really even grasp that because what does that even become at that point that's that's why it was my favorite anyways it it made me think i didn't i didn't really think about that oh no i'm just saying like I don't even think it matters what fucking sexuality either of them are, whether they're homosexual or whether they're straight. Like it's obvious they have a fucking problem. Dude, if you have a a porn addiction, you're going to go to a therapist or something. They obviously have an addiction if they're going online and just wanting to virtually fuck each other. Like that's like, go to a therapist. Like it was just weird. I don't know. And then he like, just let his wife cuck him. (laughs) <laughs> while he was yo but like, he cut his wife sense to me. no he, he didn't his wife not not actually yeah, not, a, not, not in actually, real life yes. not in real life he might as well have been in virtual porn that's pretty much what it was so you don't yeah. think it was cheating luke do you consider watching porn cheating but this is this, this is different it's, this yeah. the same thing as watching porn but he's not jizzing in his pants when he wakes up like he doesn't have come is he in though his pants when he wakes up but does he he, might. he doesn't. They didn't show anything like that. They would. They would. They would have showed that shit. Yeah, I noticed whenever it showed him while he was having sex in the simulation, he never had an erection ever. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's all in his head, just like, just like porn would be all in your head. Is I don't know. Yo, he might have tucked it up though. <laughs> How can he tuck it up? He was like a veggie. That's what I'm saying. Like beforehand, he's like, I know I'm gonna lay some pipe, so I'm tucking it up. <laughs> 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 maybe but the first time he didn't he definitely didn't know that he was gonna lay pipe and he still didn't have a boner so true so do you think what'd you out of the three episodes luke where would you rank this of those three just i don't know uh <laughs> probably either the bottom yeah probably the third probably three dang you like the miley cyrus one more yeah dude it surprising a, dude it was a heartwarming ending <laughs> i enjoyed it <laughs> those good feels <laughs> yeah dude i was like hey you know she's she's not drugged up anymore and the girls get their idol back well yeah what they thought was her idol yeah i mean they, they she still was the idol at the end like when she's at the yeah. grunge at, at the like grunge concert like the girls are still like you know rocking out yeah 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 I, I was gonna say i think that i think this one was my favorite for the same kind of the same reasons as ross i just thought it was so weird it was so black mirror with how weird it, the concept is and it is thought-provoking just like what with the whole sexuality and all that i don't even think that's that thought-provoking though i thought it was and i thought it was pretty funny at parts too just 
I don't know. And I started just thinking yeah. like the concept of playing <laughs> a video right. game like that would be fun. And <laughs> you know, people just ignoring all, ignoring all that other shit, yeah, obviously. But my, Yo, my your homie, not that my, part, but. my question is though, it's a fighter, which is supposed to be like 2D where they're just, I guess it is virtual reality. So it's a whole nother level, but how are they going into the backgrounds of those places and onto the beaches? Like how far does the game world extend? Yeah, they for just go forever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the range of the levels, but yeah. <laughs> but I was starting to think like, what if you did that with other concepts, like a football game or something? You're playing NFL players, like that'd be pretty fun. Or even you do like a war, and you guys start fucking. No, I'm talking about just playing the game, being in the game, playing the Dude, game. An NFL orgy just breaks out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> or just like a war, like you're in the middle of like a war, like you're playing Call of Duty, and just yeah. experience like how crazy that would be. Dude, Call of Duty would be scary. It would be scary. Because yeah. you'd like, be, like, in war, like, actual war. You like, could I don't legit know, get PTSD from that. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not, just knowing that it's not real. Yeah, and I don't know how the bullets would, like, affect you. like. But it felt so had... real for them. It felt like yeah. they were in there, you know, so. They, even when they got punched, yeah, it felt like they were getting punched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I thought the acting was really good in this episode, too, like, Anthony Mackie. Yaha Abdul Mati, yeah. Nikki Baraha, Barah, Bahari, be, Bahari it be, that's it. Would it be like the Matrix, like if you die in the game, like you die in real life? I don't know. Mm, I don't, I don't, no, think, I don't it, think so. I don't think in like that kind of war game. <laughs> I don't think anyone would buy that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be a little intense. Dude, they I'm just saying the, they, you know, they don't, you know, they, the real fuck hardcore up, guys. they fuck up somehow and then people are just dying. If it's like Ooh. that real, I don't know. Kind of yeah. like that one Black Mirror episode. You know what I'm talking about, Zach? Black Museum? No, Playtest. Oh, Playtest. Yeah, okay. That yeah. that was that's too much. But this that's what's funny is that this company was involved with the production of this game in this timeline. So they must have figured play playtest must have <laughs> happened before this. So that was a little trial and error, right? Yeah, there. yeah. And they, they somehow <laughs> turned down the AI on all that. But I yeah. thought that was a cool connection. It's the same company. Yeah, I think my problem I had I did have one problem with this episode is I just I don't know. I just like couldn't suspend my belief with some of that. Like just oh, they're in this game. And this dude Carl, he's like doing orgies. He's out like banging polar bears. <laughs> yeah. Then this is like a global thing if other people know about this. And this would be something that'd be trending online. Like people would know about it. And yeah. his wife would find out. She'd be like, Oh shit, you're playing this game. Like <laughs> she would know. And I don't know. Does she have social media though? I mean, come on, everyone in that day and age, I felt like everyone did. This is farther in the future. It just seems like I mean, it's not everyone pretty, has not everyone, but it's probably she would hear about it. I just felt like she would hear about it. And like, especially with kids playing these kind of games, I don't know if th- that would be something that would eventually happen. Like they would patch it or they would do an update and stop all that from happening. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it did. If it, it felt like that probably should have been more widespread. That's a good point. Like his son didn't even know about it at all. Or like and maybe never played kid, it, but because kid was pretty young. Yeah, but I'm sure there's ratings on the games. Like some would be M and then T, and you know, it just wasn't that thought provoking because it felt like so porny. It's just like this is just like better porn. Like I don't know. I thought it was because like when they came out, they tried to you know they tried to like kiss in real life, and it didn't do anything. It was more just it just didn't do anything to him. But then it's like okay, but you still like it in the game. Yeah, or, so it felt really porny. Or was it something that it's like maybe it's their masculinity that they couldn't admit it that they liked it outside of it? I don't know. I thought that there's all those aspects. Yeah. And then I think the question is 
another thing it made me think is just like, how is this, is this actually a happy ending? Like, is that really going to work? Like, Why would you let your wife cook you? <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, so Theo, it feels different because yeah, they're in the game and they're doing this, but like, why wouldn't you, if that's what you get off, like if that's what his thing is, is that he likes to bang in the game. Why wouldn't you have your wife play as a character and like have sex with her in the game? Like, or at least try that. Well, it's not, it's not the same mind though. What do you, what you, what mean? you mean? I'm saying like her mind in the body that he like, that he really has that connection with might not have the same like experience and she, she might not like you're saying his buddy fucks better yeah that's yeah exactly yeah well i but that's what i was thinking is that but he didn't even try it and that's why i was like okay they could explore that more and because and, the only thing we saw was him just with his with carl so yeah and also throughout the episode it did show that those two friends did have a more of an emotional connection than he did with his wife because like he would he was always dissonant i thought he was always distant and like he was never really into it when he was with her but Anytime his friend showed up, he'd be like, oh, hey. And they'd be like hugging each other. They'd be playing video games, like chilling, hanging out. They were having a, it seemed like they were having more of a fun time when they were together. No, I definitely thought he loved his wife. Like, that's why you felt so wrong, off-putting about it. Oh. But like, it, it's, a, it's a different because it's in a game kind of mindset. I didn't take it that way. That's what I figured the whole like beginning of the like the whole setup for it was at the beginning of the episode was that you know like him and his wife you know they seemed to be going good but they were just setting up the the relationship with him and his buddy you know playing video games for the virtual reality thing but it seemed like him and his wife actually loved each other yeah oh, i did not get that i was because thinking more he, maybe he it just wasn't he didn't really seem into anything in his life though like even when they had yeah. that barbecue he was kind of detached and well it, it seemed like he was just disattached to like the life of like settling down and stuff like that because he was always talking about oh there's a lot of parents here a lot of parenting shit you know he just was disattached from like that lifestyle and that's why that's what i thought was making him feel guilty because he felt obligated to that lifestyle but it's not what he really wanted to do that was my take on it huh yeah. And then my other question too, is just like, I think that Theo, I don't think it's sustainable. Like, I feel like Theo, his wife is going to eventually have sex with someone and she's going to fall for that person or it's going to, it's going to turn. I don't, I don't know. I just didn't think all that was sustainable. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's a very, in the end, it's a good compromise. Cause then even Carl, that's the only thing he looks forward to all year is just this. Yeah. Morning. For a whole year. Yeah. So that's a wait for that. <laughs> I know it's, it's kind of sad. I don't know but I, that's why i liked it i just thought hey there's all these different thoughts that you can have it luke doesn't think it's thought provoking but i thought it was a little bit yeah all right next episode yeah oh, i was gonna ask why well, don't think they ever tried out any other characters <laughs> did they or didn't they they never they played the same fucking characters that they played like when they were younger the whole time yeah he was she was roxy or he was roxy and then he was the martial arts dude if it ain't broke why fix it i don't know maybe they're enjoying it <laughs> Okay, so all right, moving on. Next episode, Smithereens. This one was about a cab driver with an agenda. Basically, his whole day just spirals out of control. Ross, you want to go? Yeah. yeah, this, I would rank this, this is my middle, second favorite out of these. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I, like, it didn't go exactly how you expected, which I thought was good. And I, I liked how Topher Grace, Grace wasn't just this complete asshole CEO, like, he was a real person. They didn't just make him somebody you can't buy into as a human. Like he actually felt for him. That really made the whole episode more heartfelt for me and made the Uber driver's whole plan 
more satisfactory, I would say. I thought it had a pretty good message too, but it just wasn't as like thought provoking for me for striking as striking vipers is why I didn't like it quite as much, but it was, that shit was pretty sad too. Honestly, like he lost, he lost his family to texting and driving because he was, well, it was his fault, but that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it better just because I don't know the, the ending's kind of up to you. You don't know what happens. Does um, the driver die? Does the intern die? Do they both die? Yeah. Or, it's i don't know there's i feel like it's just it was deeper than two guys with a fucking virtual porn addiction <laughs> to me <laughs> yeah i took it as the driver died but it's definitely open to interpretation i i took it as like it doesn't matter whoever died really because it never really even mattered in the end you see the um the constable she just like looks she takes her binoculars down she's like unfazed the ceo just hangs up his phone goes back meditating, meditating. like he never he never really gave a fuck about either of them anyway well well he looks kind of sad that was the way no he just goes straight he doesn't look sad at all he just goes straight back straight face to meditate well, no because he, he puts fuck. he puts his phone down and then he like hangs his head a little bit and he kind of shakes it and then he walks back yeah like nothing ever happened. He didn't huh. give a fuck. I took it. I kind of took it as that the, they got the driver then just by how the sniper reacted. And then yeah. the girl put her binoculars down. And then how he reacted, it was just like, okay, it was going to happen anyway. I thought he might have reacted a little differently if it was the intern who got shot. At least the yeah. Because that's would have been like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if he would have been. I well, they wouldn't have even out. known, dude. Like in a situation like that, like you wouldn't have even known really. You're just like trying to look. Yeah. Any cons in this episode for you guys? No, but another thing I was going to point out was that Amanda was telling me is how this episode portrays how police forces like respond to situations with guns. So yeah, he did have a gun. He had a hostage, but at first they responded by monitoring him and just talking to him and it was going pretty well. And then as soon as the snipers came out, like the, the whole situation kind of escalated. And I thought that was kind of their way of just depicting how guns could just escalate things. Could be. I don't know. Luke? Yeah, maybe. I don't, uh, I don't really think about that. I mean, how else are you supposed to respond if you're a police force? <laughs> Walk out there yeah. with like a little pen and paper or something? Like, you have to bring a gun to a gunfight, you know? Well, no, you could talk. Well, he announced he had he, a gun. He, he dude, he, he, they tried to talk to him and he didn't give a fuck. He didn't want to talk to him. Yeah, tried to talk to the negotiator or the negotiator tried to talk to him. He's like, well, yeah, but he's he like, go fuck yourself, bullshit. get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, all he wanted, but in the end, if they would have like actually talked to him person to person, then they would have known that what his goal was, and that was just to talk to the CEO, which the CEO was the one person that didn't respond in aggression. He was like, yeah, yeah, he's just a person. I want to talk to him. I don't want to do all this like fake shit. I just want to talk to him person to person and see what he actually wants. And then we can go from there. And that was the most productive thing anyone did the whole episode was talking to him as a human. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. What do you think, Zach? Yeah. So like for this one, I thought Andrew Scott's acting, I think that was the best of the season. It was exceptional. Yeah. And I think it carried the episode, especially with some parts where it kind of got a little slow. And I think that the intern did a pretty good job. His name was Damon Idris. Idris, I mean. Hmm. And... Especially there was a part, too, where he realizes that he's got the wrong person. He has that, like, meltdown. I thought that was just pretty good acting right there. And this guy made you sympathize with him, even though, yeah, he's a kidnapper. And he got his wife killed. 
but he never really intended to hurt anyone. He just wanted to, he was just dealing with a broken heart and wanted to talk to this guy. Yeah. So I liked all that. And I, I, th- I thought it was kind of funny. I was like doing some research that guy, Andrew Scott, he can't even drive. So they had to like put him on <laughs> skateboards for all those scenes where he's driving. Isn't that crazy? They worked that out. They put skateboards under his wheels and then like, yeah, just for the scenes <laughs> where he, just for the scenes they have to show his face. Why yeah. can't he drive? He doesn't know how to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a 40 year old man. Doesn't know how to drive. You're joking me. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he said it's Jesus, they should have fired him. What the <laughs> hell? just on that stipulation alone. Jesus. Yeah. I did I did think it was a little long and it could have maybe been trained down like five, ten minutes. It was a long episode. Okay, yeah. what was okay, what was annoying for me for this episode was how that fucking uh social media company seemed like they were just running everything. I was like, damn it, like this just doesn't seem real. Like they'd have FBI agents at that motherfucking yeah. security or at that uh like Facebook what was it called again uh, i can't remember the name but it was like an exclamation mark the thing is yeah. i think wasn't all that info the stuff that you signed over to them which is kind of a scary concept because that's real and that's what i was going to say but is, i'm saying like in in a real situation like that they'd have fbi agents there at the place the not conference. just like like they were calling the shots whether like they would like give it to the uh, ceo or not like in real life like they'd yeah, be like yeah. They they would have negotiators for that. They went. I was I was just like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah, they're like the yeah. the CEO yeah. or whatever COO was running. Yeah, but I thought at the end that like really made up for it. Like yeah. I was just left up. And that's what I was gonna say. Another pro for me was that I and this is something that a lot of people complained about with this episode was that it's not futuristic. But that's why I thought it was interesting is that a lot of these things can happen now. Mm-hmm. Social media yeah. addictive and having this power on people. And just that whole concept of you can buy like a verified cracked Lyft or Uber account. Like it's fucking scary. Like that probably happens. Oh yeah. Mm. 100%. Oh yeah. 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 And dude, future is now, honestly. Yeah. So <laughs> People like, say I, it, but it's real. Yeah, I like that point. whole concept of the episode. And then just kind of how Chris, he thinks of Billy, like we, we're thinking, we're going through this whole episode. He kind of thinks of Billy as like this, like God figure in his life. You know, he's in charge of this app. He used to worship. Yeah. And then it's even like Topher Grace's character is kind of robed up. He's wearing sandals. He's got like long Jesus hair. Yeah. He had something called God mode. So I thought yep. that was kind of a parallel to all that. In the end, he just wanted to like confess his sins to the creator. Then, but there was nothing he could do about it because the company has gotten so big. It doesn't, it's not in his control to like stop these things. And I was trying to think like, is that kind of like Mark Zuckerberg or uh, Jack Dorsey? And I feel like it was kind of like who does Twitter. And I think it was yeah. something that he's pulling from all those kind of dudes. There wasn't really someone who was directly inspired. It was kind of all that. I don't know if Billy Bauer is really comparable either because he seemed like you were saying, Ross, he seems more genuine, not like the stereotypical rich asshole CEO. Yeah. Shit about anyone. He found a better way to talk to Chris than ultimately anyone. And in the end, though, all he could say was sorry. He hadn't. He didn't have an answer for him. So I, I liked all that. I don't know. Like I was going to say like for you guys, I, I thought the ending that they did get the guy just kind of how it was. Everyone kind of reacted to it. And then I, the whole point though, was just that this is just another notification on anyone's phone. No one really cared that much. And like that's stuff that happens right now too. Yeah. It's crazy. Like that shooting in Toronto today, I saw that on my phone and I just was like, damn, that sucks. Like why do people have to do that at a celebration of basketball? And then what I'm probably going to forget about that in like two weeks. It's sad to say it sucks, but it's true. Yeah. It's something that happens in real life. People just move (laughs) on to the next story. Next. Yeah. I forgot about it in two minutes. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
just how so society is so desensitized to all that. So I I like that message. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I think the only the one kind of con for me was just that like this was a whole PSA to not text and drive, and it's like, dude, you only had yourself to blame for that. I don't, you know, we know don't text and drive. That's the thing. Yeah, but yeah, so that was my only complaint with it. Yeah, I thought it was good. That's okay. my number one. That was your number one. I think yeah. I think it was a good episode too. So that would I thought the both the first two were both good episodes. I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite one. I think I might pick the first one just because I thought about that more after with everything that happened to it in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, moving on. Episode three. This one was called Rachel, Jack, and Ashley Two. It was just about a lonely teenager. The synopsis was a lonely teenager yearns to connect with her favorite pop star whose charmed existence isn't quite as rosy as it appears. So Luke, Luke, you want to go first on this one? Wait, was this one, is this one your favorite one or Smithereens? I said Smithereens. This is my second favorite one. Okay, okay, my bad. I didn't even notice all the parallels between Britney Spears and Ashley until you like had brought that up, Zach. Was that you that put them in? Yeah. That brought that up? Yeah, that was interesting. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even realize that. But I thought that was uh, cool. And I don't know, I just like the end. It ended on a good note and I appreciated that. And it was, it was heartwarming. Yeah, it was a happy, happy Black Mirror episode. There's not many of those. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I can think of three or four, maybe out of. It's like, two. yeah, San Junipero had a good ending. Or yes, happy. San Junipero had a good one. It's happy. I can't remember the names. There's that other one too, where they kind of do that dating app. It's like it's Black Mirror's take on Tinder that had a happy ending. The one where they do like a thousand simulations. Before, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that one's. Uh, I like that one. It's a good episode too. But yeah, so that so that's why you liked it. Yeah, for me, this one, I thought there was parts that were really good. Like, I liked the premise of the episode. just thought it was pretty dark. <laughs> premise? <laughs> yeah, let me start over. <laughs> Luke, I'm, I'm sorry. Zach. <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked the premise of this episode. I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, it starts out dark. and I, But the thing is, I thought I was going to focus on, like, mental illness and loneliness a little more. And then, I don't know, dude, the end just kind of turned into, like, this bad teen rescue movie for me. And I thought it was long, too. It was 67 minutes, the whole episode. It just, the ending, yeah, just a little long for me. But I did, like, I thought, I liked Ashley, too, and I liked Miley. I thought she did good with both of her roles, for the most part. And I liked the little, when it turned into a little potty mouth robot. At first, I liked it. I thought it was kind of funny. But, like, the thing for me is I thought, okay, her mind's in it. I didn't realize that it was going to be like two, there was gonna be two of her in the end. So I didn't like when they were kind of bickering back and forth. It just that whole like car scene chase shit. I don't know. I didn't like that whole scene. It felt just out of a bad action movie. Yeah. Like what we were saying is I did like the whole, Hey, she's scared of mice, Mickey mouse, kind of Disney. This is kind of their take on Miley Cyrus dealing with the whole being controlling with the whole Hannah Montana stuff. And I'm sure Britney Spears was inspired as well because she still has that lawsuit going on with her manager. And then also her dad, who was allegedly drugging her. So I think that was all tied into that, too. Yeah, like I was saying, the con, just the whole rescue mission thing. It just, just some of the interesting concepts, just like with the celebrity likeliness kind of dissolved. And then I thought the aunt was just kind of annoying, dude, at the end when she's like begging not to. She's like, don't, I don't want to die and all that. I want to die. I want to die. God, it was kind of cringy. But then she was like, fuck it. I know. Then she. What does that mean? Was Was she about to get blapped? Yeah, I don't know. She, I don't know, dude. I don't have a take on that part. And but I did. Oh, sorry. I did like though that the AI was like good. Or I yeah. guess it was like part of her. But it was like 
like refreshing that like usually AI, it's always like a dark take on AI. Well, they did tease the dark, a dark take on AI on this with that, with the, with the, the tracking, with the little mouse thing, the like eliminator thing. That's oh, yeah. a, that's connected mm. back to the dogs in a previous episode, which is like this dystopia part of the Black Mirror timeline, which I think is the end of the Black Mirror universe. Just how there's like these robot dogs that are hunting down humans. And I think that that was the concept teased right there for that. That's what mm. I was my theory on with that another instrument like another easter egg i thought was interesting was just the reference to tusk he was from the episode hated in nation and that's like the episode where there's all these killer bees and they basically turn on the everyone and like a hundred thousand people die so that was going to happen the day after all these events happened because they showed tusk on the tv so i thought that was an interesting easter egg that tied it all just keeps tying back into this whole timeline I think eventually I'm going to try to do like a timeline for the website or for something and just of like where all the Black Mirror episodes take place. But yeah, so that was my take on it. Ross? Those parallels that you brought up were pretty cool. That kind of makes it a little better for me, but I really didn't like this one. There was nothing inspiring about it to me. It just felt like another Disney movie, honestly, with better directing. The cinematography was better, but it was just a a Disney movie to me. With cussing? Yeah, with cussing, with cussing. The aunt was annoying. I agree with you on that. She did not have any character development. I had no, I did not care. I did not give a shit about the aunt. Yeah, I don't think we were really supposed to, but yeah, she just wasn't, yeah, yeah. Just wasn't like inspired. I don't know. Just not a good. I'm movie. saying if, if she's like the villain of the episode and I don't care about her at all, then I'm probably not going to care about the stakes as much either. Yeah. And that that's the thing is like Black Mirror is very good at writing those kind of roles those gray roles are just those villain people and like making you care about them but i didn't think they did it that well with her yeah usually you're supposed to kind of see her side of it like she came from this she had to take care of ashley or whatever and she had to struggle but it's like i'd still don't care for you like even if even if she does her own music you're still gonna make a shit ton of money and she gets to do what she wants and there's no way that she loses that many fans people are still going to support someone if they want to do like their own kind of music like that happens all the time in real life it's like really you're gonna blame her for being born basically yeah (laughs) like she had no control over who's taking care of her and at that point you're so filthy rich like do you see their house why do you care about getting that much richer you could live the rest of your life just not doing shit yeah reload off the money you've already made yeah i don't get why she tried to go to the next level to a ridiculous extent Mm -hmm. did she ever the whole coma plan was like why how do you think that's gonna work yeah i feel like someone's gonna investigate (laughs) that eventually like oh you're still making money off of your niece in a fucking coma like maybe yeah (laughs) maybe she's just kind of sketchy just keeping her perpetually in a coma yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't too big of a fan of this episode not gonna lie and also the sister drama i wasn't too big of a fan of another thing was yeah, like it's sad that their mom died, but it kind of just felt like they just threw it in there to just give them a tragic backstory without really earning it, in my oh, opinion. I was okay. Like they were just like throw in this detail. Now their their characters are tragic. Huh. I'm I'm on the other end. I because that's why I liked the episode at the beginning was I was like, okay, it's like this dark take. They're dealing with this family. You have like a dad who doesn't give a shit really, and your sis your your sister's supposed to be your sister, and you're not even close with her. I was okay with all that. I've just seen a lot of movies like that. Maybe that might be why I didn't like it. Yeah. 
the one thing at the end that kind of annoyed me was just like the other girl, the daughter was such a huge fan of her. And then Jack is the one in her band with her and was like her best friend. It's like, what? Yeah. How, like, I guess didn't even give a shit about her. Yeah. Didn't really build that up too much, but yeah. Anything else, Luke Ross? Mm-hmm. Should we rate each episode or should we just rate it as a season? Yeah. Let's do each episode one to 100. So how about you go first? Luke, you go first. Starting at the first episode? Yeah, Striking Vipers. <laughs> striking Vipers? <laughs> yeah, that's the name of it. <laughs> no, I know that's the name of it, but I'm just laughing like, fuck, I don't know how to rate it. Uh, I'm going to rate it 72. Okay, that's pretty good. It's higher than I thought you were going to rate it. Yeah. Episode, episode two. Smithereens. Uh, smithereens. I'm going to rate it 85. And then episode three. Probably 75. Ross? I'm going to go 82 for the first episode, 80 for the second, Smithereens. And then for the last episode, I'm going to just go with the... Uh, it's, <laughs> You're going to say 50-something. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I was say debating it. between... Say it with your chest. 59 <laughs> and 60. All right. It's 59. Yeah, for me, it was... Uh, sorry, Striking Vipers. That one I gave an 80. Smithereens, I gave a 79. And then me, whatever, Ashley 2 1. That one I gave a 65. So I, I still rate them all positively. I thought yeah. it was, as far as just like overall in the series, I did think that this was the worst season. But that also is just in testament to how good this show is. It's yeah, because very quality show wasn't like a horrible season but no and i think it's getting a lot of hate and i i i do think that maybe they kind of like took a backseat a little bit just because they did that movie bandersnatch and they released that not that long ago yeah. and but yeah i it, it just was a step down for me a little bit and just also just because they they're kind of reusing some of the concepts that they've done already i would still like to see them just keep pushing and doing more technology and damn now that i'm thinking about it are I might boycott D and D's Star Wars trilogy. Why is that? That's so random. Why did you say that? <laughs> because you were saying how Bandersnatch took away from this season, and that made me think about how the new trilogy of Star Wars could possibly have taken away from season eight. No, I think it's different because Bandersnatch they had to do so much recording for it because it was like filming all these yeah. endings. It they filmed it for an insane amount of time on one production, and then they did these after, hmm. and. I don't think that they were really working on, I don't think they were working on Star Wars at all yet until after, like, I think there's an interview where they said they hadn't even really thought about it until after they finished Game of Thrones. Yeah. They just, yeah, they could have just done better. True. Okay. So moving on to a couple, we have a couple of fan questions. I think most of these got answered in the talk at Fidelian. Why was the Black Mirror season so short? It didn't feel dark enough in my opinion. And it didn't disturb me as some of the other seasons and made me feel that kind of way. And I guess, well, I guess we kind of just said that. Yeah, that they, yeah. they had Bandersnatch. So that took it away from a little bit. And actually, the first couple of seasons, the first season at least is only three episodes. I think the second yeah. season is only three episodes. That's a very the longest season is like seven episodes. Six. Yeah, they have two that are six, six episodes. Yeah, yeah. And they usually do, like British shows have that often where they do three episodes like a three episode season like they remember they used to do that with sherlock and they did that with luther too that i used to watch 
that's a pretty common thing with British production. Hmm. So I didn't think it was kind of out of the norm. I just thought, yeah, they could have done it. They could have executed them a little better. Okay. I agree with that take, yeah. That, the Ashenator, do you think Danny and Carl had sticky pants when they left that game? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, Luke said no, nah, right? Yeah. I'm not, I said I don't yes. know, dude. I feel like they I feel like they must have, man. Just if you're having like a it'd be like kind of like a wet dream, right? Yeah, because they can feel the punches, so wouldn't their bodies also feel <laughs> yeah, sexual I don't sensations? Know, dude, dude this is why I was saying that maybe it's like Matrix. If you can feel the punches and you're gonna be able to feel bullets if it's like Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, but it might not be to that extent. Like if you and if you're coming, then you're gonna die. If you're coming, then you're gonna die. You're gonna die? No, no, no. I don't think that's how. It Dude, works. you could die in your brain if you're cu- if you're dying in the in the game. Oh, your brain's just like nah, fuck that. Boom, dies. Like your brain goes into shock. Yeah. So you're saying it's all just in your head. Yeah. Sensation. I'm saying if you're coming, but if you're say- saying he's coming, but I don't think they're coming. No, I thought I, they I'm said that they felt physical. That it felt physical for them. I'm saying they're those they're them tucked up boys. <laughs> Dude, they <laughs> didn't have boys. no, no. They didn't have they like they were full on rocking owners. ones after. <laughs> oh yeah, like big time. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. They're just Wait, porn addicts. It's disgusting. Didn't he leave the game one time and then his wife like touched him and he was and she and then she said, Oh, where'd this come from late at night or whatever? That was after she was the talking first, about his first yeah, that was after the first and talk about his boner yeah i guess yeah so maybe boom okay. physical evidence i don't know i don't remember that that did happen i don't yeah. think so i'll have to rewatch. <laughs> all right refute me luke <laughs> try me <laughs> maybe he was thinking about that fucking True. asian chick yeah he just if like, like uh, she was just on his mind like he'd probably get a boner roxy yeah he's a fan yeah. mantis <laughs> yeah yeah, that, that's the same actress, isn't it? Yeah, it is. There was a yeah. lot of comic book actors in that movie or in that show. At 98, Child of God, did you feel any sympathy for Chris in episode two? If he was the one who was shot at the end, would you have cared? I personally wouldn't have because he still, no. kidnapped, he still kidnapped someone. It still was his fault. He got his wife killed. But after, but after like listening to his story, you don't feel a little empathetic. Like he was built up like really well throughout the entire fucking episode. 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 <laughs> no, I still think he was crazy drastic with what he ha- what he did, and I don't. I just don't feel bad. He's I, just a little I feel, crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't say him being drastic made a difference. Just because he was already he had nothing left to lose. He was ready to give up his life multiple times. It was showing like he wanted to take his own life at the end. Mm-hmm. So. He, he was just going to go all out like, this is what I want to do. And then I'm just done. I don't want to be in this world anymore, basically. Which I'm glad that the intern tried to stop him because that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I felt empathetic towards him. I didn't want him to kill himself. I was like, no way, dude. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ross. Like, just because he did a bad thing doesn't mean he's a bad person. Like, it's not just like black and white. Like, yeah. people are gray. Like, not people aren't just evil or good you know like he did a bad thing and i don't think he deserves to just like kill himself for it like he's i'm just trying to say like think of it as if he as if he were a real life person you know it's just it it sucks to have anyone commit suicide yeah but i'm thinking of as that's my kid in the backseat that maybe just died because of this idiot that's how i think of it that's a good way to think of it too but also if that was if that were my kid I would probably just ask him about the situation. I'd be like, yo, 
what happened that's crazy <laughs> we might die you might have died but we don't know yeah <laughs> you, you died, don't know yeah okay i i, I personally thought he survived though the kid yeah intern. the kid the kid the intern okay at vic poop do you think vr <laughs> do you think vr could potentially get to this level in real life the show is after all about predicting the future of technology oh what 100 percent. no not in our lifetime not in our lifetime have you ever heard of moore's law bro <laughs> dude it's not gonna happen in our bro it's not gonna happen in our lifetime doubling. every Talk. 10 months computate or every 14 months computational process like processing power is doubling and we still don't have that good of ai dude like just because computational power is getting better doesn't mean computers are getting smarter they're just getting faster yeah but that allows you to do more stuff on them i think vr is allows- shit still right now it's still fucking oh yeah trash. vr is in its infancy right like now. vr and ai and all that like futuristic shit that everyone's afraid of like it's not going to be anything like anyone expect like anyone's like predicting right now yeah, I, I would say that I do think this kind of shit will happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in the next 50 years. I don't know, like in, like we we're saying in our lifetimes. But it does seem very realis- realistic that this is something that will eventually happen. And we that also don't really know the years that they're depicting with a lot of these, how far ahead it is. Think about the evolution of video games from 1999 to now. It's like 20 years. And just they have come insanely far. Like they used to be 2D. They used to be all 2D on like some of them used to be only on one screen. You could only be on one screen the whole game. And now they're insane. That's more like 30 years though. It was like 90s. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ocarina yeah. of Time is early. Even 80s, so like, dude. I hope like we're all Sega. gonna live another 30 years. Otherwise, I'd probably suck. But like <laughs> yeah. think of but but think about it, dude. Games have just gone from like a shitty console and screen game to a a better version of a console and screen game you know it's not like anything else has changed like you're still using a controller on a fucking tv like nothing else has changed stadia you heard about that coming out google that's the google system oh that's gonna be trash dude (laughs) everyone (laughs) knows that's gonna be trash dude google does this They'll like have a they'll I have know. a project come out and it's fucking trash. They they and then they ditch it, dude. They always try to catch up with the market. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not gonna, dude. We all know it's gonna be trash. It's not even like a system, right? It's not. It's gonna be its own. No, thing. it's just a controller, and you could hook it up anywhere. The concept sounds really cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, but Ross, well, you think in execution 30 years, could be terrible? You think in thirty years they could have like a Sims like game where you're just in there living life you can just bang people virtually like that's you think that's we're gonna get that in our lifetime no i don't think so i feel like we're it's still too far no it's way too far also in our lifetime i think we'll get dude and just us as like humans have been so bad at predicting the future especially in uh, like media like historically in the past we suck at doing that like Like, oh it's gonna be like this and horrible yeah yeah we're horrible at it. I'll say if I was like 80 years old and that shit was an option, yeah, I'd be in, I'd be into it. That's pretty far. I guess that's still like 50 years away. You'd be on some San Junipero shit, like bury me inside a virtual reality. I'd be if you were 80 fucking... years old and you could transfer your consciousness into a, a ro- robotic body, no. would you? No. Yeah. No, dude, drop me well, out after, after I die. Yeah, dude, put me in a fucking cyber no, body. Dude. Let's get it no drop me out i'm ready to go like i don't need any more shit dude i live my life 
I'll sign, my, put, I'll sign my brain over for dude, it's time for the next adventure, bro. If you're depriving yourself of the next adventure, fuck. that's my next adventure. I'm gonna have a fucking <laughs> yeah, that is the next adventure, dude. You're never gonna experience the afterlife. You're an you idiot will when you're tired of living. When you're that's tired my, of living, that's my afterlife. Right. No, that's not your afterlife. That's not your natural afterlife, bro. I'm okay with it. I'm cool with that. San Junipero concept, very cool. I thought. Hey, what are we to say what is natural and what is not natural, Luke? Hooking your brain up to a, a fucking machine is not natural. All the, all Just the, die already. Just die. All the materials from that computer came from the earth, though. All right. So I'm, what not, is that? I'm not getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting into that. <laughs> okay. That's some fucking shit. <laughs> Let's go deep. Let's go deep. <laughs> <laughs> No, next no, no. next question. Yeah. At Oga Timmy, as with season four, do you think the Americanization of Black Mirror has ruined the series? And I'm gonna say no. The thing is also they Netflix bought Black Mirror before season three, which was my opinion the best season. And I thought season four still had some really good episodes. I think maybe it's just a that they're there's a lot of ideas they're doing, and maybe they're not thinking of fresh ideas because i don't know maybe he didn't think that he was gonna be able to do the show this long yeah but i mean it was the same writer throughout the from season one to season five yeah charlie booker yeah he's written all of it i mean the thing is at the same time is like it's only 30 episodes total 22 yeah it's not well yeah um, you know what i'm saying it's not that many episodes plus so, a movie okay yeah yeah <laughs> plus a movie <laughs> i'm saying if all these things are coming from his mind i would think he'd be more creative than that to be like able to come up with new ideas and shit damn dude 22 that's a lot well yeah but very unique ideas like all like fucking i don't know it sounds tough yeah i I, whatever the problem is i don't think it's the americanization of it i still think they do a lot of british episodes did they do one in this season trying yeah episode smithereens was it yeah that's that was in the uk yeah so i yeah i don't think that's but he might he could be talking about themes though like themes and actors and stuff like that or maybe like like happy endings happy endings are like really american yeah i guess that's yeah what, this that's season, what i'm saying this season did have more i guess we'll the second the second episode's not exactly a half not really not really at all because i that, mean it's yeah. the first episode of happy the first episode that's the thing kinda. is that's well is it though that's what we're saying like it's, well, it was a happy ending for the characters yo they both got they their all, not they all like were happy with how it ended all the characters seem to be happy with how it it ended for them i feel like I Theo mean, compromised more yeah she necessarily that's what she really wanted to do but it just felt like that's what she had to do to sat- save their relationship yeah going fuck dude she, remember when they're at dinner she was like i just want to go fuck other dudes no she said that she, there's she has those opportunities and she turns them down because that's the relationship yeah yeah exactly because she's sacrificed so yeah, yeah. It, as in She's sacrificing sacrifice is something you want that you yeah. give up for something bigger that, that you care about yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that so you have more loyalty towards. Yeah. So I, I just think that was, and but that was what I was saying is I don't know if that's something sustainable. I don't know if that whole situation is really yeah. gonna last, especially like if you look at Carl, like that dude literally sits around and waits <laughs> to go fuck his friend online once a year. <laughs> he can't find. He literally says he. Says he fucked a polar bear even, and it wasn't the same. Dude, how could you even get that polar bear to fucking, you know, like in the position where you could fuck it? I know, like, 
They're like the most well, vicious bear girl too. No, I, I thought he had to be the. I thought he said he switched to like male characters and shit. Like he said, oh. he fucking everything. Dude, did he take polar bear dick? That would be crazy. That's no, I, that's why I thought <laughs> I took it as that he was he was the Get, male. Wait, he was a male. No, that sounds like it hurt. <laughs> Either way, that would probably hurt. Can you imagine even telling someone that though? Like how he told that dude, or you, yeah. or like I someone telling polar bear, yeah, or someone tells you that, like what the fuck? How do you respond to that shit? Jesus, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't think that's the same. I don't think you know how to respond to that. I respond to that. Go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need help. You need help, bro. For real. Yeah, exactly. Good answer. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, that's it for the pod. If you make sure to go follow us on Twitter too at Not a Movie Pod. We do a lot of like we do when we do our top fives. We want you guys to submit your top fives too because we like to read all that stuff too. And we, yeah do a bunch of like that's where all our questions will go out like for what we're going to talk about in the next pot if it's something we decide not on this episode but yeah so i think next episode we're going to do toy story 4 so go see that it's getting really great reviews i'm excited for it now i mean i was always like excited but it was just like hey do i really need this but i'm excited now it's a great great franchise so we're going to do that i think we're gonna do aladdin also we're gonna do i'm gonna try to think of some like top fives for disney do some more disney stuff so yeah all right all right we out of here Four, Peace. four, 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 I was gonna say is did you want to explain what the fuck you were talking about with the going deep oh wait with uh what is natural and what is not natural yeah i, <laughs> we I was wanted, saying you, okay you want to go deep on that i was like <laughs> jesus we're about to have a conversation that i didn't want to <laughs> my take is what if you just fucking die luke that's it living in a cyborg is better than that if you just die yeah what if it's cool. just pure blackness is what he's saying you just oh, if it's pure blackness you're just dead. Nothing happens after. Well, I don't know. That just depends on your con- state of consciousness. No. Like, is your consciousness still in the blackness, or are you just no more? Then, like, you don't know what. Like, but I think you're, you're no more because your brain dies. What if it? What yeah. if time is a circle, though? What if I was talking about this the other day? What See, this is, is what I didn't want to go into. We're not fucking Hold philosophy on. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, so listen to this, though. What if time is a circle, and when you die, your consciousness goes into, like, I don't even know. It just blackness is what you, what the fuck? That's awesome. But then, once time repeats itself, your consciousness is, like, reborn, reincarnated into a, a different part of the circle, basically. Is what but, then, but then your consciousness would have no prior knowledge of your past self, and meaning, like, you're just in the blackness, then, like, why does it matter? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not there, so why does it matter? Also, can you even prove that yesterday was real? No, you can't. 
Oh, you on some Matrix shit, boy. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I have a video from yesterday. Yeah, but how do you know those are real? How do you know those weren't implanted? Here's what my yes. take with it. I put myself... Dude, how so do you know I, your memories from yesterday aren't implanted? I don't know. I don't like thinking about that kind of shit. That's weird. So you're saying... You're on that... Th- you're talking about that theory that, like, we're in a simulation already. Like, it's either that we haven't figured out how to f- to do a simulation or we're in it. That kind of yeah. theory. Yeah, that's yeah, some Joe Rogan stuff. That's an interesting theory. Yeah, for real. Like, it's very realistic, but I don't know, dude. Fuck, I feel like if I didn't have to be, I wouldn't want to be in a fucking VR. I really don't think that. Like, I think if it was technology right now, I still wouldn't. I'd still want to experience life. And then when I'm old as shit, I'm 90 years old. I fucking can't walk anyway. Put me in a VR <laughs> world. Why not? But what's even the difference? Why would you? Why would you want to do that though? At 90 years old? Because what else are you going to do? You can't move. What if you're literally just fucking in bedridden? So you're just going to fucking forego your whole fucking moral compass and just go into a VR and kill people and fuck hookers and I was do talking about like and fucking do whatever you want. Okay. Like I'm just going to yes. say fuck morals and do well, that. Yes. You're talking San Junipero. I was talking um, like the video game world more. Like you go in like a Sims, like a real life Sims. What's the difference even between the you're real like, world wall. and the virtual world, though? <laughs> well, no, because what I'm saying is, like, you're still alive. Your body, like, you could still come out of it. Like, I would say I would just chill on that. Like, Sims Love and it. you're walking only in grids. <laughs> yeah, like. Why, why do you guys put, like, our level of reality above a level of reality that's virtual? Like, why is that above to you guys? Because we have consciousness and fucking This just real, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Can you prove that with logic? Yeah, tell me to do something and I'll do it right fucking now. You could do that in a VR too, though. No, you couldn't tell me in virtual reality. There's no virtual. There's no virtual reality right now. But what I'm saying is, like, I still would rather. I really think, I would still rather do it in real life if it was possible. What I'm saying is, how do you know that the atoms, all the physics, everything about our reality? How do you know that that isn't programmed? That it's not programmed. Oh, some damn good programming. (laughs) and like have you guys ever heard of quantum quantum entanglement dude like how do you explain that (laughs) how do you explain that i don't know you have to explain it because i don't fucking know yeah okay talking about here quantum physics quantum entanglement is where okay so there's quantum particles that are spinning on an axis and they can communicate so if two quantum particles are entangled in quantum entanglement no matter where they are, it doesn't matter how far they are away from each other in the universe, they will always be able to communicate to each other instantly to recorrect their spin. So they will always have like a spin that is in a relationship with the other one. So but, even if they're if they're more than a light year away, they can instantly connect. How do you explain that even? But even everything know. quantum is just a theory. Like yeah, everything that's, not, yeah, that's, that's, that's that small, like... It, it, like they're just speculating right now it's not like they know for a fact they can't even prove that quantum things happen as they do really well yeah but then you would also a lot of shit is a theory that we base like science off of like that's it's a theory yeah because we can't see it but it's like a pretty sound theory i don't know about i don't know i don't know enough about that shit so you're trying to say there's like two of me (laughs) i mean (laughs) That's not exactly what I was saying. Yeah, but. what were you saying? What <laughs> was the conclusion you draw? You draw. So it's got to do with me, video games. Fuck. Hold on. Start over. I was saying. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What's the conclusion you drew from that? Yeah, yeah. So, what are you trying to tell me? 
there are glitches in video games there could be glitches in real life like that denies what physics are that we know but it happens like that's quantum physics okay here here's my thing though all i'm saying is i'm fucking old as shit i can't walk why not go in this fucking virtual world that is real i'm saying i'm old as shit i can't walk just kill me <laughs> but i don't want to die i'm not ready i don't want to die yet at 90 years old no, after everything you've seen and done you don't want to die not if i know that there's a whole nother fucking virtual world I dude can i'll be ready to go and just wanting to see like the techno technological advance what if they the do this what if they just take my brain and they keep it alive in a cyborg preserve it they preserve it and then they can give me my own eventually they can literally create my own body again when I'm fucking that's weird. No, that's talking about sucks. some Futurama shit. Yeah, like and they redesign me. That doesn't make sense then. That means you can live forever and then you're gonna live past all your loved ones. No, but you wouldn't live forever because you're like, what if your brain gets damaged? Luke, maybe we don't have any loved ones. Maybe we're soulless <laughs> robots. Everyone hates <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't make sense, dude. Like, okay, yeah, if your brain gets damaged, if you get in a car crash or something, like what the fuck? Yeah, then th that would be it. But like you have that potential that you could live a second life, maybe. Yeah, but you're gonna live past everyone you love and everyone you knew. Like, yeah, what's the point of that? Why do you wanna know. why do you wanna do that? But maybe they can all do the same thing too. Hey bro. Dude, but then that's Make overpopulation. Then we're gonna have fucking dude, there's gonna be way too many people doing that. Oh, dude, we'll be searching the galaxy by by then when they can remake my whole body. Yo, Luke, have it's you not ever gonna heard be when we're 90, we ain't gonna be searching no galaxy. That's what I was saying. They put my brain in a fucking cyborg or something. Not when you're like that. dude, that's not gonna happen when you're 90. We're not gonna be that good. Chill. Luke, have you ever heard the song Make New Friends, but keep the old one is silver and the other is gold? No, I never make friends. I honestly hate people. here's the thing. By the time that happens though. <laughs> Is it will probably cost so much we won't be able to afford it. Only the rich fucks will be able to afford all that shit. Yeah, that's gonna be a massive disparity. That's, okay, that's but we're gonna be the rich fucks, so shut up, okay? Dude, but I'm talking like fucking like Elon Musk rich to be able to afford that tech.